Hello everybody, this is Noble back again for another episode of Noble Relating, the podcast of the new paradigm. So I've been away for a while, had a lot going on, uh, moving, other life events happening, bit stuff, and um, this is going to be a different episode than what I normally do. Um, normally I have guests on here, I'm on here with somebody. I have a few podcasts where I go solo, not many, but this is going to be one of them. And... This is going to be an interesting topic. <laughs> um, I don't know how many people, most of the people who have been following me lately have seen me on uh, the show Seeking Brother Husband. And, you know, of course, the as I record this, as of right now, um, the episode five has just aired. And everybody got to see how um, the, the relationship between Shara and I transitioned uh, with her... Um, choosing to, you know, pretty much end our relationship, you know, to transition into something else. I don't really believe in ending relationships. And like she said in, in the episode, I, I don't believe in breaking up. Um, I do believe in transitions, though. And that was a very rocky, kind of tumultuous time for me. I don't really have too many of those in my history as a polyamorous man where I have to transition a relationship in that manner. Um, but Shara was a really deep kind of passionate connection that had a lot of twists and turns and and things I did right, but a lot more things that I, I didn't get right, you know, a lot more mistakes that I made. So I wanted to kind of do this podcast where I went over and talked about, you know, how I felt about the episode and how things transpired and how I feel about Shara in, as a whole because I feel like some people kind of go a little bit in on her a little bit harder than um, is warranted. Uh, and, and, you know, we shot hours and hours of, of tape for the show, and it got cut down to, you know, what, five, ten-minute segments. So a lot of people are really getting the full story. And uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the, the show points, but I am going to give you the history of Shara and my relationship, right? Uh, so the best way to do it is really to start at the beginning. I met Shara um, at a polyamorous conference that Kenya Stevens was running. You know, she was um, the night I met her. I was doing a lot of work for Kenya, you know, helping her get the event set up and making sure guests were comfortable and carrying women's bags and making sure people were in the right spots in terms of where they were staying. Um, just really helping out, you know. I, and I always tend to do that with Kenya's events because how much she you know means to me. And, um, and so Shara pulled up in the dead of night. I'm tired. It's, it's, I don't know what. It's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Um, and I see, I, I kind of don't really see her face that much. I just see her frame. And that was really enough. <laughs> right? Um, that's when I was like, who are you? What's going on? Um, and, you know, she had some bags. I was like, all right, you know. Go get them. I was like, I was like, I, just out the blue, I just kind of was like, so where are you from? She was like, Atlanta. And I, I mumbled to myself. I thought I was saying to myself, you know, like, oh, I, I guess I need to move to Atlanta. Because she had, she had met several, I had met several women um, that day from Atlanta. And it was just kept popping up, popping up. And then when I met uh, Shara, I saw her, I was like, dang, I really need to move there. Like, for real, like, what am I doing? <laughs> and, um, and I had never been to Atlanta at that point. So I uh, helped Shara with her bags, got her situated, 
and she sat me down and she was just like talking and I don't think she was talking a lot it's just the fact that I was so tired from working that day that it felt like she was talking forever and I, cause all I wanted to do was go to sleep you know she may have been talking for like maybe a minute or two um, but I just remember thinking like I need to go right um, so anyway we we talked a little bit you know the next day when during the um, the conference and we get to know each other and uh, we have a little thing where um, we were practicing up level, which is um, a progressive love academy um, creation for kind of conflict revolution, conflict resolution. Um, it's created by Kenya Stevens, um, and so she was, you know, demonstrating and practicing with people, and I was helping her practice. And her husband didn't make it to the conference at that point yet, so um, her husband Patrick. So I was like standing in because she didn't have a partner to practice up level with. So, you know, I stood in and helped her, and she was like, okay, well, you're going to be my husband. I was like, okay. And I thought it was just kind of flirt, like kind of funny, like I'm sit, standing in for her husband. But then she kind of kept repeating it a couple of times. Um, she was a little bit flirty with me. I, I felt, and I was flirting right back because, you know, I liked it. Um, but I also had a lot to do. I was running around. Um, and we kind of went back and forth like that for the couple of days the conference was on. And then at the one of the last nights, we had a dance. It was like a purple party, like Prince kind of dance thing. And um, I was, I won't give you all the details, but basically, you know, I was on the dance floor. I was by myself. Um, I was walking around. I didn't really have anybody to dance with. And I was getting ready to leave. And then, so I turned around and then... Char, boom, Char was like in my face. Like she just kind of walked around and, and, and got in front of me. It was like, yo, so what's up? We dancing? <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, fuck yeah. Uh, so we started dancing. Things got a little passionate um, on the dance floor. You know, to say the least, you know, I get a little, you know, I was like, shit, I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she was looking good. Um, at the end of the night, you know, dance is over, time to go home. I'm walking her to her car. And, you know, she's grasping my hand, takes me another way. She's like, nah, we're not going that way. Like, I was like, well, I thought your car was this way. She's like, yeah, it is. So she just took me down somewhere. Um, we started to kind of make out a little bit. And that's kind of really how we started to really, how I really began to feel like, okay, she's trying to, you know, really, she really, she kind of wants something more than just like, you know, a casual kind of flirty relationship. Um, and nothing really happened um, that night, but it was something that we had to talk about. Because, again, I hadn't met her husband yet. Um, it was just kind of spontaneous and energy. We, we had to stop it before things went too far. Um, we just knew that there was a mutual interest in each other, right? Um, and then, you know, I, I ended up meeting Patrick a little bit later. And Patrick was just a really good guy, a really solid guy. Um, he's older than me. He's almost the same age as my parents, actually. <laughs> and um, he was just a really good... He was just a really dope masculine figure who made me feel like I can do more than what I was doing. He, he really encouraged me to be an entrepreneur. Um, he encouraged everybody to do that. He's really generous with his knowledge about money and how to make money and how to do things. And um, it was very inspirational to the point that sometimes he would talk to me and like I would almost get a little teary-eyed, you know, feeling that somebody really believed in me that much. And um, so, Char, so, um, once we decided, you know, that Char was wanting to, like, really kind of pursue something and I wanted to pursue something, uh, we talked about, you know, different things in terms of what our relationship would look like, what each other wanted. And the thing about us, 
is that we were very honest with each other. Uh, we found out we both had the sickle cell trait. I told Shara very specifically, uh, I'll never forget it. We were sitting outside of Chick-fil-A at night, <laughs> you know, eating, having this conversation. And I told her um, that I could see myself with her in the long term, try to be with her, you know, um, rock with her the long way. I was ready to be a husband, I, I thought, and I wanted to truly try to pursue that path. I was getting tired of being like just a, just a bachelor, you know what I'm saying? I really wanted somebody like there with me um, as I walked through life. But I, I just had an instinctual kind of feeling that I didn't want to have children with Shara. Um, and I told her that. Um, and again, when we found out we both had sickle cell, as far as I was concerned, and she was concerned, I believe, it was kind of a done deal at that point that we weren't going to have them. Um, and I also told her that she's going to need somebody else to be intimate with besides me because I'm not some, I'm not, I wasn't really ready to be like a, just a primary, you're completely devoted to me type of love interest. Even though I did want to be a husband, I did want to pursue that path. Um, nothing about me is, nothing about me is somebody who wants to be sexually exclusive with anybody. Um, I don't want anybody telling me what to do in that regard. So I'm not going to try to tell anybody else what to do in that regard, in that regard. So all my women that I'm with, you know, they don't have to be with other men, but I do encourage them to not look for me, look to me for all of their masculine needs, right? Cause I'm not going to do that to them, look to them for all of my feminine needs that I want. Um, and Shar was very adamant to me and she said it in, in no lesser terms that she's a, a woman who requires a lot of attention. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think some people may hear that. It's like, Oh, why is she third? Like, no, like she's sorry. is just a very loving individual. You know, she has a lot of love to give. She's very passionate. You know, Scorpio, um, a lot of Scorpio energy, very deep in her relationships, um, loving style. Right. And she, and she in no lesser words told me that, um, so I know if, if people would hear what I just said and, and be like, okay, well, if you were honest with her, Noble, and she was honest with you, why were there problems in your relationship? Well, the problem was, even though we were both honest with each other, neither one of us really listened to each other. <laughs> like, that was the problem. Like, I don't think we fully really understood what it meant. Like, I know me... From my standpoint, I didn't really understand what it meant for her to say that she was a really loving person and who needed a lot of attention. You know, I didn't really factor that in because I've never really been in that type of relationship where I'm with somebody, uh, living with them um, in, in a close proximity, and their love style is a lot of attention, a lot, a, a lot of touch. Um, I, it was foreign to me, right? So push come to shove, you know, things progress, um, and we start working on me maybe moving down there. Um, one thing that I also learned with Shara is that, like, you know, we had different, how do I say, different experience levels when it comes to polyamory, right? I, at that point, I had been pretty experienced with poly. I have been polyamorous for maybe you know five, seven years. I can't remember exactly the timeline. Uh, I want to say maybe seven years. And she was just now opening up her relationship. 
as a matter of fact, when, when Shara went to that conference, she had just paid for coaching. Uh, it was all new to her. She was learning these systems. They, she had researched it before, and she knew the definitions and the terms, you know, the test book stuff. But the uh, actual practice of it was, and the emotional part of it was completely new to her and her husband at this point. And I, looking back on it, she was taking a really big risk being with me. You know, her husband, Patrick, um, was, again, a really good dude, uh, great provider. Um, as he said on the show, they were in a, a type of relationship for X amount of years. And at the time when they started to open up and become poly, it was like they, they had kind of reached a breaking point where something needed to change. But they didn't want to just break up and leave each other. They didn't want to just get divorced. They wanted to try to find a way to keep their keep the good parts of their relationship intact, but then expand into a new territory, right? And I've always prided myself on being a good starter person in the poly. Um, and, and in fact, I really do think I am. However, I'm not a good starter person into poly if you are starting in poly and you want me to be your primary relationship. Right. I'm not somebody who's really going to hold your hand and go slow and, and kind of reduce my um, desires or intuition to be with somebody or or feelings um, to placate to another person. Like so if you're looking at me as kind of like a primary person who you really want a lot of attention and time from and you're new to being poly, that's not going to work. That's not how. I, I'm not great for that. <laughs> and I didn't really realize that until I was in my relationship with Shar. I'm a, I'm a good starter person if you already have a solid foundational relationship and you're looking for somebody to be in addition to what you already have. Right? Um, and that's what I thought Shar was at at the time. However, it really wasn't because her and Patrick's relationship was... I wouldn't say disconnected, but it was not as primary as I thought it was going into it. Um, in terms, and, and only in the sense that he works a lot. Um, wasn't anything about care or love or attention. Um, it's just the fact that he he's gone a lot. You know, Patrick is a dope dude who makes a lot of money. He's he's got to go outside to get that money. You know. So she was really looking for somebody, Shara was looking for somebody who was like, you know, there to, to be with her, to help her do her honey-do list, you know, um, things that she don't like to do. I think she even said on the show she don't really like cooking or cleaning, really. That's not her thing. Um, and she wanted somebody around the house who could help facilitate some of the things that she really didn't want to do, but that can give her the love and attention that she needed also. Um, and that, that's not really me. <laughs> like, I'm not really like a honeydew type of come do this type of guy, you know, like there's certain things. Yeah. You know, I'll cut some grass, which I did cut some grass, by the way. I'll, you know, take the trash out. Um, I'm great at holding space emotionally, you know, but I'm not a cooker. Um, I don't have a problem cleaning. I, I will clean, but I'm not like, you know, the most detail oriented. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a slob, but I'm not, like, you no, know, a pristine, clean type of person either. So, 
those were things that because we ended up moving so quickly in our relationship, we didn't really talk about um, enough. We really didn't make sure things were aligned. Um, and I think that's really the only one of the only times in my poly journey that where I wasn't completely detail focused in trying to get a relationship started, mainly because I was really attracted to Shar. Um, I had a really deep emotional, I was tied to her emotionally. Um, the sex was amazing. Um, energetically, it was, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to lose her. And I could already tell based on you know, some things she had told me and how her energy was, um, that she is somebody that will cut you off really quick. Like it wouldn't have been really much for her to, all right, let me just block this person's number. I'm kind of done. Like this ain't going to work. Like I'll move on, you know? Uh, and I didn't want that to happen. So because of my fear and not wanting to let that relationship go with her, I did some things and I placated to some of the things that she was saying, um, in a way to make sure I could stay in her field. Cause I was thinking that, okay, things would maybe change later. She could understand once I educate her more about poly, she'll see the light. <laughs> right of how things don't really are and how polyamory should work and um it, it it just doesn't really work that way you know as a man one thing that i learned and i'm grateful for in this experience with shara is that it's really really important to be in integrity with and knowing who you are as a person um and what the other person that you're being that wants to be with you wants from you and if you can really facilitate that or not and being willing to let people go um, since, you know, my relationship with Shara, um, even while I was dating Shara, I've had a few women kind of come into my life that I really liked and I had to let them go when things didn't really align in a way that really works for us. You know, um, I really became more adamant about being clear that you can't get them all <laughs> right. Like I can't make anybody be what I want them to be, right? Or I can't mold myself and change myself to be what somebody wants me to be. Um, Cause I, it just won't last long for the type of man that I am, right? So if we fast forward to some of the things I've learned from my relationship with Shara, even though it ended the way it ended um, publicly. And the thing people don't understand, like, you know, TV can be TV, but like, when it comes to Shara and I, that moment we had in the comic shop when she broke up with me, that was really for, um, for greater or lesser purposes. That was really a breakup. We didn't really have much communication after that. We talked a little bit here and there, but we had already been, um, you know, non-intimate, you know, non-sexual for several months. Uh, she had cut that off. She had decided that, you know, she wanted to move on. Um, Valentino had been around for a while for her, and she had a lot of energy devoted to that um, situation. I actually met Valentino several times and talked to him, and he's a really cool dude, right? And it was clear to me at that point that she was really putting her energy elsewhere. Um, and it was really hard to deal with that um, until eventually I ended up moving on. So um, after we kind of pushed forward with that um, and the relationship kind of really took a, a turn, I had to really understand 
um, the power in what it was that she was doing as a person, right? You know, again, uh, as a Scorpio, they tend to have this magic about them where they tend to want to dead things <laughs> and then they can re rebirth them like a phoenix, right? I'm not really like that. That's not really something I'm really about. Like, I'm the type of person who will nurture something, grow it back to health. You know, I'll stick it out for the long haul. I'll ride through the bad times and, um, and I'll hold on for dear life, right? I'll do everything I can to keep something alive because I don't see the point in letting something die to rebirth it, really. But it can be a very um, magical, beneficial thing to do that in certain relationships. Uh, it's just something I didn't really see the value in. And even though it's not something that I would do personally, I do have to understand that I tend to manifest a lot of women in that regard, right? A lot of women who, who do the same thing in terms of have the same type of energetic placements of being willing to cut, let go of, kill something, and then with the potential to rebirth it into something newer, better that fits later. So what I really got from my relationship with her was a lot of understanding for you know a lot of different energies um i'm pretty well versed like i'm pretty literate when it comes to zodiac signs and stuff like that you know i don't go too deep with it but char was the first person who really you know taught me about zodiacs and how they work uh what your sun moon rising sign is and mars place all that stuff right she kind of went over all that stuff with me and i appreciate her for that um she really helped me to change my consciousness around money um, and being able to have a different career outside of what I was doing, right? And I really appreciate her for that also. Um, she was really somebody who showed me the importance of fashion and presentation. I, I really appreciate that, <laughs> right? Um, basically, she did a lot for me. And if it was up to me personally, we would still be together in the same way that we were. So like, I really just have a lot of appreciation for you know who she is as a person, um, how she showed up for me, and the lessons I had to learn from her. You know, she really showed me how to um, manifest a new, you know, a new reality in terms of what I wanted from relationships as a whole. You know, um, there were times where she would like push me to the brink of sanity and I know I did the same for her because we were so different and there was such a passion and draw between us for each other at one point and such a desire from each of us to see the other person be who we wanted them to be and slowly but surely this became more and more apparent that that just wasn't possible. No, there was no way for us to do that. No, no way for either one of us to mold each other into into whatever it is that they that we wanted. Um, but she she did a lot to help me get to the point where I can be in the relationship that I am now. Um, mainly because of the point that she kept talking about it, <laughs> right? Like um, as you guys know, um, I have a relationship now with. Um, a woman where you know we're pretty much we're basically married no i consider her my wife we have a baby on the way um as the time of this recording his our son's due date his name is chosen by the way <laughs> his my son's due date is less than less than two weeks away 
And when I met Shara, I had already known the woman that I'm, that's my wife now for several years, but we didn't really like interact much because, you know, we, we, we liked each other a lot. Um, we had a really good vibe with each other, but we both had energy elsewhere with other people, you know. At the time I met Shara, a lot of my energy was going into Shara, and my wife, uh, her energy was going into another situation that she had at the time. And everybody would kind of like look at us like we were like like me and my wife, at the, um, who was just a friend at the time, a partner. Like everybody was thinking of us like we need to be together, and neither one of us saw it. You no, know? my wife nor I saw us being together in that capacity. But Shara did, you know, Shara had a very clear vision of us, you know, being together, of us having a baby. And when she had that vision, she really wanted to, like, kind of break up our relationship at that point and kind of be done with it. And I was confused because I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, because I really had no intentions of um, booing my now wife up to that degree. Uh, but I have to admit, she was, everybody who did see that and saw that were right. It's just that the two of us didn't see it. And I really believe, honestly, that the fact that everybody else around us kept speaking it into existence so much, it forced us to have to look at it. Like, we had to be like, so what's going on here? Like, what, what are they seeing that we're not seeing? Um, and I think that Shara now, um, I don't want to say too much about what her situation is because, you know, there's still more episodes going on of the show and things for people to see. Not want to give too much away, and I want to let her tell her story when she's ready. But she's doing pretty good now. You know, she does have a nice relationship that's working for her, I believe. I'll just say that. And I just really have a lot of gratitude for the situation that we're in right now. Um, the after you know, I, I, my wife got pregnant, I told Shara. And after, after the night I told Shar, we didn't talk for months, <laughs> right? Like, we just didn't have anything to say to each other. You know, she was doing her thing, I was doing mine. I had a baby to get ready for and all this stuff. And um, it really makes me, made me sad, the fact that I wasn't able to communicate with her. I didn't try to call her one time because I knew I was blocked. <laughs> you know, like, I knew I was. Didn't even try. Um... And then when the show premiered, finally, like I think the episode two, when we finally um, came on, um, she actually reached out to me. No, Shara did. She reached out to me. She invited me and my wife to come to her house to watch the show. And I was just so surprised and elated and just really happy that she, you know, reached out. Like, I thought I would never hear from her again. I thought, shit, like, I thought that shit was dead and over and she was never going to talk to me. And I was going to, no, I, I, just, I just didn't really see her um, getting to that point. And I was very pleasantly surprised that she did and that we're able to communicate now. We don't talk a lot, you know, because I still got a baby on the way. I got stuff to do. But if I called Shara now, she would answer um, if I send her a text, she will reply. Uh, is she going to reach out to me? Probably not. <laughs> right? She got her own stuff doing. And so I'm just really grateful for how, um, through her, I got to see the benefits of 
how a, a relationship can be deaded and then brought back to life. How it could be like a phoenix where it dies and then comes back. Um, and I had never really experienced that before. All the women who typically have left my life for one reason or another don't tend to come back. Like they just like, nah, we're not, they, they just don't come back. And the fact that she did, uh, even though again, we're not in the same relationship that we were before, um, it, it just really meant a lot to me to do that. Cause I really do love Shara, even still, you know, like I've never fallen out of love with anybody. You know, no, hashtag noble doesn't break up, <laughs> right? So that's really my story. I'm really proud of you know, where we're at, where, we're, where we came from. Um, there's a lot more that Shara and I have to say. Um, I'm going to you know, kind of keep that kind of close to the cuff. There's more stuff happening you know, next week for everybody. And I'm probably going to touch on this a little bit more because um, there's so much involved with it. I'm not, I didn't really get a chance to go over everything. But, yeah, uh, it, it's been a heck of a ride. And there's more to come. Right? Uh, yeah, just tune in next week for another episode of Noble Related, Podcast of New Paradigm. Peace.